Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and my Grubhub order just got here. I'm Ben, and uh, I'm hungry for you. That sounds like a coaster enthusiast thing to say. Like you're hungry on behalf of somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Not like, not like you're hitting on someone. No, I don't hunger for you in a sexual way. Like I'm hungry for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that will. You got food now. I want food. I don't have no. I don't have anything in the house. That sounds like a big problem. Yeah, it sucks. There's vegetables. Well, some broccoli and carrots and some mushrooms, but those are all food. Yeah. Well, and this is like almost a month break, but it's cool. Sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> you know what? Here's the deal. I love our audience. I love our listeners. You guys are the shit. But sometimes we just can't do this fucking show. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, so last week I did an episode one-on-one with Slater and my internal microphone was on default the whole time, so it fucked up. So maybe it's a bonus episode. We'll see. It was actually an R right episode. I tried, so that's what you get. That's the level of professionalism we're operating at here. Yeah. At your favorite coaster sucks. And by the way, this is episode 90 fucking nine. Shit. This puts so much pressure on the next episode. Like, I'm excited, but also we're, we're going to have to think about the logistics of 100. What do you want to do? Um, take a piss on camera. I don't know. We could just do a regular episode, like the most boring, monotone episode ever, and it's like only 40 minutes. And then like, oh, fuck, forgot the 100. I have an idea, but I don't want to talk about it because it would ruin the surprise. Okay. Just replay an old episode. Yeah, right. Just take like five old episodes and just sort of cut them at different times, like 15 minute segments. So it sounds like a new episode. Like a couple parts where we're talking to a guest and then it's just us and then there's a different guest. <laughs> yeah, we'll, anyway. we'll figure some out. But it, yeah, anyway, what's uh, what's up? Well, welcome back um, to Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. What's up with me? I uh, got sick when I was in Vegas to see Metallica. Um, then I came home and things have been busy and... Um, I'm going to move soon. We're going to move, me and my wife. I don't really want to talk about where yet, though. I want to surprise the listening public. Yeah, don't say anything until you do it, and then it can be a guessing game. That's a lot of content creation. Shit, remember we can when, get a whole episode out of that. Remember in TPR when they did that, where in the world are we? TP, uh, photo trip report. 
I do. And it was like, I kind of thought it was dumb. They went to Elitch. That's the, that was the big surprise. See, it would have been more surprising if they went to someplace that didn't have an amusement park. Just like, oh, we're in Jakarta. But there's not a credit there. Yeah, I know. We're in Fresno. Fucking Fresno. What is there to do in Fresno? Um, you get your car stolen. Ooh, that's a good thing. I mean, if you're trying to get some insurance money. By the way, I don't know if I don't know about what you guys are doing for car insurance, but my premiums went so far up, not even from the accident, just uh in general. Ours did too. Not far up, but up. So, yeah, it sucks. So I'm going to get What the hell those, is going on? I mean, carjacking. Well, the cost of resale, like the resale value of cars are going up, so insurance has to pay out more. I mean, like so my I paid $10,000 for my RAV4 SUV in 2015. And then I drove it for about, I think it, I drove it for like 85,000 miles over six, seven years. And I got $9,000 for it after it got totaled. So basically, I drove that car for only $1,000. That's how much resale has gone insane. That's fucking ridiculous. So that's so, yeah. And so they're jacking everyone's rates up. I mean, it seems like the whole economy is kind of fucked right now. Yeah, I think we're, uh, it's going to be fun. We got a lot of fun ahead of us. So, which is makes it makes me concerned as a new homeowner, but, uh, my zestimate keeps going up. So, Oh, dude, you bought at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I think the key is going to be timing. Like, here's the thing. It's going to do the opposite of what everyone thinks. So if people are expecting a crash, it's not going to crash. Um, I would like to have at least another year or two of some speculative um, run ups and then maybe cash out then. So, well, as someone who probably won't be in the home buying market for at least another year or two. Sure. Let the next year or two go crazy. So that way when it settles down, it settles down even harder. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I just wish it wasn't fucking the rental market so goddamn hard. Well, that's so that's, that's what's fucked right now too. Cause it's like you either, it's like you either have to go like extend yourself a shit ton just so you can get a house so you can lock in your monthly payment or you keep renting and your rent goes up 15, 20% a year, which is fucked. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I just hope that it doesn't affect. Um, I think the most important thing though, is that parks are able to get new roller coasters so as long as that can happen, I really don't care like what the windfalls are in the rest of the country as long as coasters get built. Because you that's fucking homeowners. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I mean, this is your favorite coaster sucks. We are a roller coaster podcast. If you couldn't tell, uh, we do delve into economics and home market. You know what? Let let me say this just for completely uh, that right there. Um, no, um, just for complete transparency's sake. I work in the real estate market, so, um, you know, when we talk about real estate, and that's not to say, oh, I know what I'm talking about. It's more to say, um, don't necessarily take advice from us. <laughs> don't take economic advice from a podcast. Oh, even definitely. Planet, even Planet Money. I'm sure Planet Money's got a, they've got their own agenda. The only the only podcast you should take economic advice from is like Joe Rogan. You're laughing, but here's the deal, right? Listen to Joe Rogan, and then if you if he says like ivermectin, go buy stock in that company. That's financial advice. That's yeah, that's true. You ever ever taken ivermectin? Every fucking day, bro. <laughs> I started a daily supplement, not going to lie. And you're slowly becoming a horse. <laughs> well, I take a daily dose of horse water and some horse wheat, some horse oats. So, yeah, I'm trying to be a horse. Remember that Family Guy episode where it's like, I'm not a, I'm not a man. Like, I'm a woman. I'm not a woman. I'm a horse. I'm not a horse. I'm a broom. I'm a broom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's old Family Guy. Yeah, when it wasn't quite as annoying. No, it was it was actually it's, a lot funnier then. Yeah, so I got sucked into a YouTube rabbit hole of Family Guy compilations. So, well, so they do this for The Simpsons and for Family Guy, where it's they're like condensed episodes. Um, so they basically take the twenty-two minute episode and they shrink it down to like six minutes. Um. And they do what that the for fuck? like all these episodes, but it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Like when I'm working from home, it's just something in the background. Um, but yeah, the family guy ones are the new episodes. Like the new, like the newest ones they put out are so bad. Like pretty much the last 10 years of family guy have been trash. Oh yeah. You don't really need to watch very much of them to see it. Yeah. Family guy went downhill right around the time that Tatsu opened. I think that's around the time they got that like first revival from Fox. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was it. And uh, yeah, I agree. Like that first season back was okay, but definitely not as strong as the original seasons. Well, also and then the it just movie. Got, went downhill from there. Yeah. I, f- I felt like everything after the movie, it was kind of done. But that's right. The movie wasn't very good. If you were in high school and you liked to smoke weed at the time, it was okay. Well, if you were in high school and liked to smoke weed at the time, then you 100% saw it. (laughs) Because everyone I knew who liked to smoke weed, because I was in high school and liked to smoke weed at that time, loved Family Guy. 
Do you remember, though, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie? Do I remember it? I own a copy on DVD. Oh, nice. Did you go see it in theaters? Fuck yes, I did. And I brought someone with me who had never seen an episode. <laughs> was it a was it a date? <laughs> yep. Nice. <laughs> did you ever see that movie? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it in theaters, but I never saw it again after. Yeah, so maybe you remember vaguely that um like if you never if you hadn't seen the whole entirety of the show, the movie really didn't make any sense to you. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And so the person I was with, she she had never seen a single episode and was very confused. Why is this robot dancing? Who is that scientist? It's Dr. Weird. Dr. Weird? Yeah, Dr. Weird. Shut up. It's a movie theater. (laughs) I remember there's this kid. I was in this mythology class, and there was this kid behind me. It was just like, he kept all he, for like two weeks before that movie came out, and he, he brought this up in the class. Like, he told... Like, I remember he was talking to the teacher because like, the teacher was pretty cool and laid back, but definitely not that laid back. And he's like, yeah, we're going to, like, smoke opium and go see the movie. Whoa. <laughs> I, was just, I just thought it was funny because he was, like, was sharing this with the class. Like, um, I don't know. That is fucking <laughs> zero to a hundred. <laughs> also super specific. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That sounds like a sentence that 2007 definitely provided. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing? Well, we're going to go smoke opium and watch the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. Cool. Let's go listen to Jason Mraz after. (laughs) For uh, those of you that are younger than us, Jason Mraz was a pop star for about 10 minutes. You know what else came out at that time where there was like date movie and epic movie that were terrible, terrible movies? Yeah, and like not another teen movie? Yeah. So epic movie was terrible. Um, And I remember my super like white trash friend that I grew up with was all excited about it. He's like, oh my God, dude, the tickets are going to sell out. Like I got my pre-sales and this and this and that. And so we show up and the theater is fucking empty. Wait, he, I was going to say someone actually assumed that fucking Epic movie was going to sell out. Yeah. So, so he like, he like before school drove to the movie theater, got the tickets and then like, like, oh man, I got the tickets for later. And then we show up and the, the theater is completely empty. We're like the only four people in the movie, um, which is funny. But I was also on a date with um, this was like one of the first dates I had with the with egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, back when that was a thing. And what's funny is like we were hanging out in the car before the movie started. And uh, it's probably like five or ten below, and we were just hanging out. And I'm like, "Hey, I gotta piss." Um, 
And so I, I ended up like asking her if I could piss in like a, like a Taco Bell cup in the car, like just sitting next to her. And so like I start peeing, and the thing is like when you're peeing in the cup in your car, you gotta like control the the, the volume a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But the problem is, is like when it's five below out, the steam and condensation that comes off of a ninety eight point five degree temperature water liquid is a lot. So the car is filling with steam as I'm like pissing into this cup and I'm laughing and like, it's coming out harder and there's more and more steam. And she was like, so grossed out. <laughs> Cause like, I mean, it's like, pretty gross. She's like, I'm inhaling your piss steam. <laughs> so yeah. Good times. Thank you for that, Ben. How do we transition into a roller coaster shit? Um, well, A, I think we call attention to the fact that we're doing a transition. And then B, I think just as clunky and awkward as possible okay. is the way to go. Um, I haven't ridden any roller coasters recently. Yeah, me neither. Blows. Although on the way back from Vegas, just so happened... To be the first time I ever drove by Lakeside. Where um, where did you guys stay? Fucking downtown, which we do that every time. And I don't know goddamn why anymore. Because here's the deal. You may or may not know this, because I assume you probably don't go downtown that much. Uh, quite a bit. I'm usually down there. But what's 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 wrong with downtown? Parking is a fuck mess. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, the hotels, they'll have, like, parking, right? But then they're like, oh, like, we don't have enough parking. And you're like, what do you mean? We, like, reserved a spot. Or, like, we were in a big-ass car this time, and it's like, oh, our car can't, like, fit into your garage. Where do we go? And like, just park it on the street. That's always their answer. Just park it on the street. So, we're, I mean, do you remember, like, what, which hotel did you stay at? Oh, geez. Uh, shit. Um, fuck. Hyatt? I don't know. But I saw Lakeside and Elitch. It was the probably the fifth time I've, like, been by Elitch and it's closed. By now, I feel like I have to go there just because of the amount of times I've been like there and it's not open. Yeah, you just got to get it over with. Oh, and we saw um, Meow Wolf, which looks fucking huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's an interesting building where they put it. Um, Is the whole like exhibit that size? <laughs> um. Technically, because it's in levels. So the whole ground level is like where the cafeteria and the patio and all that shit is. And then I would I think it's like pretty much level three through six or like, yeah, three through seven or three through seven is all exhibit. And then there's level eight or whatever or the top two levels, which are supposed to be the venue and the bar and all that stuff. But I don't think that's ready yet. Wow, man. That's crazy. Like, I mean, 
because I've been to the one, you know, the original one in Santa Fe and the one in Vegas. We went again when we were there. We went with because uh, Rian's mom and her aunt came to town. And uh, we took them to uh, Meow Wolf Omega Mart out there. It was awesome. I won. Wait, you won? Won what? Uh, okay, not what. Like, I beat it. Like, okay. I don't know if the one in Denver works the same way as Omega Mart, but they have it set up so, like, like, I know in Santa Fe, they have those, like, QR codes so you can, like, scan on your phone as you're going, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. But in in um, <laughs> Vegas, they'll give you, like, a card. And you touch it to these different access points. And it, it like, if you follow some of, like, the the narrative, kind of, then it'll, like, give you different more or less tasks you can do. Yeah, sure. To like, to complete the narrative, basically, you know? Right. So that I did that. I completed all the tasks to get the, the, the full narrative. So what is the narrative? Um, well, do you really want me to tell you? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, Omega Mart spoilers for anybody who's um, potentially going to Omega Mart in Vegas. I'm going to completely fucking spoil the entire thing for you. So let me finish my burger. Here's your chance to fast forward about five minutes or so. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So you walk in and the whole place is um, like a grocery store, you know? And a lot of the, they have like, just like a real grocery store. They got like in-store ads, like on screens in the store, playing, you know, out out of speakers, whatever. whatever. And a lot of the ads for the different stuff um, say like, oh, uh, with additive S, you know, from the source. And... So the source is a big part of this storyline, this narrative, once you catch on to that. So you go back, um, and there's the back room behind <coughs> the mart, the, the grocery store area. That's There's like three areas in there, and it's two levels. There's the factory, the offices in the seven monolith village. So you go up into the offices, right? And, um, also down in the Omega Mart, there's like Dramco, Dramcorp is the company that makes all the food, the different products. Well, you do, you go up to the offices and you realize that Dramcorp is owned by this guy, Walter Dram, who was in some of the, you know, commercials and stuff. They also own the Omega Mart. Now, you see his daughter, Walter Dram, his daughter, Cecilia, is like talking about Walter Dram basically like living on after his death. Don't follow that one. That's like a red herring. The real narrative is about her daughter 
disappearing. So what happens is Walter Graham's gone and you get tasked with, you know, you got to do employee training for the Omega Marley like you're an employee. Then you find out this information at the offices. So you go out, go explore more. You're in the factory, right? You find a couple different touch points with the cards in the factory and they give you a couple different tasks. So you use it's, they're set up like, you know, very basic video game type of things or like, you know, stuff like that. So you do a couple of those and they send you back to the offices and you do a little more research on these computers set up in the offices. And it turns out that the factory is essentially there's there's runoff from the factory, the production of the source which is what's causing the seven monolith village. The seven monolith village is like this little town with some townspeople. And there's all these cool fucking lights. That's where all the cool lights are. Cause you know, meow wolf, but all of that cool lights and shit all happen because of the runoff. So you go check this shit out after you go up to the office, the office, they're like, all right, you're an a- agent for Cecilia Dram. We need you to like find some info. So you go down to the village, right? And you spy on the fucking villagers that are trying to get the Dram Corp out of the village. Then that she's like, okay, I need you to find proof that my daughter is alive. You go back to the village and you find the proof. You send it back and then she's like, okay, you passed this test, right? So you're like ascending into a higher being, like pure energy, the source. It comes from your soul. So there's these slides in the factory, right? And you could just slide down them. You know, it's Meow Wolf. They have weird shit, right? Well, it turns out the slides harvest your soul. And that's what the source is. And the runoff is all this like crazy colorful shit. And the reason all these products are all weird is because they have human soul in them. Okay. Sounds about on par with what I would expect. Right? So you finish this whole thing up, right? And then you go back down into the factory. There's this one little desk area that gives you, like, just the right setting for this other thing. And you go to the other thing, and you put the right setting on, and this alien appears. And it tells you about, like, the light of being, like, positive and like keeping your soul in place. So I guess the real narrative boils down to like, obviously there's some commentary about consumerism and, you know, like the damage of industrialization and um, the dangers of like, misunderstood technologies but i you know it really i think boils down more to just like a self-reflective like which side are you on you know you know and that's kind of uh i don't want to say it's similar to denver's overall theme but the basically the overall theme i got of the denver one was like 
more of a kind of like AI alien type of thing that seemed, it seemed to have a lot of themes around like, I guess, futurology and sort of like the future of civilization. And because they they kind of make fun of this idea of like, oh, a bunch of people doing psychedelics and like trying to think about like the multiverse and like artificial intelligence and aliens. It just kind of had that theme to it. But also at the same time, like at the end of the day, you're really just doing psychedelics and laughing at lights. You're not like... There's nothing really special about it <coughs> while the, using the themes of like kind of like consumerism and all that shit too. And like selling out. Yeah. And really, I mean, of course, classic argument here about art really is more about what one gets out of it, not what is put into it. Yeah. You know, so if, if you, interpret a certain message you know it's not you know it's not wrong if i interpret a completely different one would you just drop your dabber or something no i dropped the cap of the bullet Uh uh-oh you're just gonna have to drink it all now well it's already empty so there wasn't much in here but yeah you know so yeah. Coaster wise. Wait, hold on. I got the perfect transition. Okay. Um Meow Wolf in Vegas, Omega Mart, it's it's op- it operates in a building called Area 15, which is like a weird alt entertainment complex cuz it's not only Omega Mart in there. They have some like, you know, weird stores and like super fucking millennial ass drinking experiences and there's even like a zip line thing inside so it's pretty cool oh and one more thing real quick before we get on to the other stuff they built a fucking meow wolf gift shop right next door to the omega mart and it's the tackiest goddamn thing ever oh i'm sure i'm like are you fucking serious, Meow Wolf? Because, like, everything in the fucking Omega Mart itself is for fucking sale, and it's all expensive shit. And then you leave, and you can go to the gift shop, and they got fucking some of the souvenirs from, like, the House of Eternal Return. And so they don't even, like, make sense. Like, you know that, like, weird Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. They sell the plush of that there, and it's like, he's not even in the Omega Mart. Yeah, I guess it doesn't surprise me, though. Like, seems like they would do that. It's not surprising, but it's like... It's like, come on, you guys are supposed to... Like, your whole message is about consumerism. Well, it's like a joke on a joke. Maybe. And it's also a joke because it's like, yeah, we do kind of want the money. Kinda. Yeah, we kind of want the money. Anyway, so it's in Area 15. And I saw that 
Orlando is going to be getting in Area 15. Oh, God. If Meow Wolf builds something in Florida, I'm... Yeah, when Meow Wolf builds in Florida, it's officially dead. Yeah. Sorry, but go, it's, it's go just now. how it is. That's just how it go, is. Yeah, go visit the three existing ones now, because by the time they get to Florida, it's done. Yeah. Like, at like, least... I feel like probably... The original one in Santa Fe will always be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing, like kind of like what I was saying. I mean, the Santa Fe one is like it's special because it's it's just I don't know. It's just because it's in Santa Fe. Like it's just it just is what it is, and it's like a bunch of artists had to got together and they had this vision, and they all you know were pretty devoted to it. And then when it they built the Vegas and the Denver one, it's more like. No, I'm going to franchise this shit and we're going to make money. Yeah. So it's still cool, but it's not the same thing. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely like, did you ever watch that documentary about Meow Wolf? Uh, no, I haven't. I fucking bought that DVD because I was so intrigued when, when I went to the one in fucking uh, Santa Fe. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. So I watched the DVD and it's like, obviously these retrospective interviews with all these artists that were like the original founding members or whatever. And like, they were like a couple of, there's like the one guy who was like actually a business guy. And you can tell every time he is in an interview, he, uh, he saw this shit with dollar sizes in his fucking eyes the whole time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like they explained basically like one time they did a play and he like wrote and directed and starred in it. And I'm like, that tells you everything about this motherfucker. You need to know. (laughs) So, um, he's like the one business guy. And so like, they're talking about the rest of them. And like, yeah, it was before they had like the bowling alley or whatever. It was literally just like the collective. And so they're like, oh, yeah, you know, people would come in and out. And then like we reached a point where it was like, okay, we have to have like people like in or not, you know? Yeah, right. And like, okay, so we all decided, all right, these, the, they're in and they're in and they're in and whatever. And then they were like... We didn't like, we couldn't handle making money. Basically, they couldn't handle making money, is what they said. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah. Because, like, it's, it's really not surprising just a bunch of artists that are like, oh, we have to like use structure in order to make money off of this. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I just want to like, turn up some music and like paint this fucking thing over here or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so there's going to be an area 15 in Orlando. Not sure if, no, not clear if there's going to be a meow wolf or not though. God, I hope not. <sighs> Seriously. Cause by the time they get to Florida, then like what's <laughs> next, you know, it's going to be meow wolf on a cruise ship. Yeah, no, it's pretty much. I mean, now 
if it wasn't now, I want to see something that's independent, almost like the Bain, like that Bansky theme park. Now, if they did something to where it was like a um, like kind of a, a parody and like a spinoff of like Disney shit, like dark Disney, where there'd be kind of a, like a small world ride that was just like super dark and talks about like all the deaths within Disney and just like the evil corporate shit and like Disney and like uh, Disney being like a Nazi and stuff like that would be great. That would be cool. But I don't think it should be off of the meow wolf name it should be something different. It's like lawsuit the ride. That would be pretty interesting. Or like <coughs> it's meow wolf. They just need to make it like <coughs> talk about some fucking issue that they can't actually solve, but like pretend like they're trying to help. Oh, theme park workers in Florida are so underpaid, they can't even afford rent. Uh, okay, how much do you pay your employees here? $7 an hour. <laughs> what? <laughs> or it's even or it's even funnier, they just it's the theme is about like the increased cost of annual passes. That would be funny. The loss of Fastlane or uh FastPass. The rise of Genie Plus. Oh, so you want them just to be bitching about Disney? <laughs> like just a rip off of Disney, yeah, like a big middle finger. The fuck all y'all? It's like the small world ride, but then you get off of it and you open a door, and then you're just in like a courtroom or or like a jail, and it's like this is a metaphor for the imprisonment of of Disney labor. You go through in like one of those like underground tunnels that the staff uses. <laughs> and it's just like it's got it's it's all cells. <laughs> the uh <laughs> the mascot people are like all pedophiles. Oh boy. Speaking of pedophiles, I saw that uh Ace released a statement. And <laughs> Um, is it on the their Twitter? Of, the tone of it very much was um, washing their hands of pretty much any responsibility of, you know, harboring or covering up for a victim. Uh, and, you know, here, let me see if I can read it because it wasn't made public. So this wasn't a tweet. This was like a. No, this was like a. Like it's it's uh from the president. Oh God! Let's see. I'm trying to. Here we go. Oh oh. Uh. All right. This is this is a a statement written by current Ace President Robert Ulrich. Let me take a sip of my beer before I do this. All right. Sorry, I had to adjust my microphone so I could read this better. All right. Thinking back on my time working for Ace, I consider a statement I heard recently. When one shines, we all shine brighter. To be a beacon towards success. Coaster enthusiasm is not a competition. There is no grand prize at the end. 
Instead, I think of our community as a gathering of like-minded individuals looking for the next big excitement in their lives. Getting to be the first, or even any of the ests, largest, fastest, mostest, doesn't make an individual any better than a person who is just starting his or her enthusiast journey. Youngest. Whether the milestone achievement is 1, 100, or 1,000, it does not define the human being. Just being able to enjoy the, uh, the ride with another person is worth the effort. The smiles and laughter that erupt after a great ride back to the loading station are the soundtrack of the journey. With all of the openings in 2022 many delayed by the challenging environment, there are now a great number of new thrills and experiences available to enjoy. There's a little button covering some of the uh, text, so I'm going to do my best to fill in the spots. Uh, when ACE members uh, congratulate to enjoy or congregate to enjoy an event, uh, the excitement is contagious. What may have been a challenge ends with a joyous group celebration. Oh, 2022, God. 2022, listen to this tone shift. 2022 is an ace elections year. <laughs> In thinking about what defines ace as a community, I am reminded of what I believe defines a quality of a great candidate for an elected position in the club. It is an understanding of their unique position within the enthusiast community. It is not about the person, but about the individual's outlook with respect to the group. The best representative understands their mission is not to become a celebrity in the enthusiast universe, but to bring experiences to the club to allow other members to shine. While the unique position may open up special opportunities, the main goal is to create a shared group experience. Whether it's in preserving coaster history or enjoying the latest ride technology. However, there are times when a single enthusiast <laughs> demonstrates the opposite side of this saying by proving that, quote, when one fish stinks, you have to throw out the entire catch. What the fuck? End quote. When a single individual selfishly ignores the rules or promotes their own self-interest, then the entire club is smeared. This reflection is ugly and should be avoided. Today's influencer culture is all about the individual personality and celebrity, but this really has no place when leading a group like Ace. Fortunately, most of the volunteers in the club understand that this is a social club of many interests and individual many interests what the fuck and individuals and they lead toward the goal that ace will shine at the end ace's reputation depends on that <laughs> and after all these years every acer is rewarded with the great respect gained from the years of building that reputation uh, I encourage you to consider nominating candidates. Don't do it. They'll get fucking uh, denied running for bullshit reasons. Um, 
for the upcoming ACE election with the, ne- with the necessary with the necessary qualifications, so we can all shine brightly together. See you in AQ, Robert Ulrich, ACE president. And I would like to thank. Uh, I will keep them anonymous, but the person who sent that to us, thank you very much. So to me, the big takeaway was, I think they don't really care to, uh, entertain, you know? Yeah. They wash their hands of any, uh, 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 alleged cover-ups and, uh, they don't want any new ideas. They like things the way they like them. Yeah, it's like an old man, old man group. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was like the most boomer fucking. <laughs> it was like a boomer think piece. <laughs> that was a boomer op-ed. You know, it's interesting. I feel like Robert Ulrich was on my Facebook friends list at one point, and now he's not. I mean. Ace fucking hates us. I mean, it's all me. They hate you by association. That's fine. I mean, seriously. Because the funny thing is they would still take our money, but I'm not giving it to them. I mean, it's not like there's any exclusive event or any exclusive content that is worth the cost anymore. No. So I I I really don't feel bad, like... I'll be fair. The magazine is okay. Yeah, but with the internet. Oh, it's not like if you really like. If you really like want to have a roller coaster magazine. Then if it's worth fucking 70 bucks a year to to get four Editions, then yeah, go ahead. But outside of that. You know. Yeah, like even like events now, it's like why would okay, a coaster event. So I'm gonna go to a park early, ride three rides, eat some shitty food, and then after the park closes, ride three other rides. Like seriously, that's what a (laughs) every should I join Ace? No. (laughs) Like I kind of want to see if I if I get in. <laughs> That's as simple as asking if the check will clear. <laughs> I should, you know, it's a, see do the ace challenge where you join ace and then see how long it takes to get banned. <laughs> like just start like slinging a bunch of shit on Twitter, like tagging ace and just sharing a bunch of screamscape rumors and <laughs> just see how long it takes to lose your membership. <laughs> they, I don't think they do that. But don't they have that ace policy where you're supposed to be like a good spokesperson for the for parks and stuff? Oh, yeah, I guess so. So can you just go on like Twitter and be like, Dr. Diabolical fucking sucks. Fuck you, Six Flags. I hope Jeffrey Siebert. I'm not going to actually say because I, I really like him. I won't. But, you know, like so, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then, then be tag, like, and then tag from your ace. friends at Ace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ace Ace is kind of serious about some stuff, so maybe. Like there was this fun Twitter account that I followed for a little bit that was like a parody account of Ace, but yeah. then 
it got taken down. Oh. Yeah. Wasn't that uh, like Ace Offline or something? It was. Yeah, they were funny. But I think, you know, Ace is very sensitive about that type of stuff. (laughs) It's really funny how fucking sensitive some coaster fucking people are in this goddamn community. And that's what's like, I think it's just there's a gender, like, okay, pre-2000, actually, I would say pre, I'm trying to think of like a coaster specifically. Like, let's say pre-X Flight, Ace had a place, but nowadays it, it, it there is no place for it. Well, they have a place still, but it's like it's shrinking and they're trying to figure out how to prevent that. Yeah. But the problem is, like, if your president is making the statement of we don't want to change or we don't want to adapt to the changes that the world is (laughs) making around us, then, of course, your place is just going to keep shrinking. Because there's only so many people born before 1990 that have enough interest and disposable income to make it sustainable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Cause you know, anybody our generation or younger is not joining a club like that. Yep. So, um, What can I say? I wouldn't recommend having anything to do with Ace, but, you know, funny to funny to keep keep an eye on. Uh, And again, thanks to the person that sent that. I'll keep them anonymous because I know uh, they are a current Ace member. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Dr. Diabolical, it got topped off. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I. uh I don't want to make any commitments to hopefully go into that park this year, but it, that would be, uh, excuse me, be pretty sweet. I mean, it looks like a really fun dive machine. That and uh, that other one, in the West Coast. Well, here's the deal. We got listeners in Texas, and I want to be clear about this. You guys are great. We love you guys. But I'm not in any hurry to return to Texas. Yeah, sounds about right. Yep. I know we got friends there, and they'll come hang out whenever we show up, but uh, can we we go to that place where it's going to be 95 in February, and there's not a goddamn grain of weed to be found? Perfect. (laughs) But there is a dive machine. Yeah. That has... Hey, Hey, can we take my vegan friend to Texas? No. <laughs> I think the thing about that ride that looks cool is that roller coaster tycoon style steep bunny hill. That bunny hill looks like everything, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Legit. I'm fucking stoked for that bunny hill. I think that shit's going to have like the best airtime on a non hyper. B&M. Yeah, I could see that. I just hope it does. Do you know if, is it, if it's going to have the vest or not? I'm sure it will. 
Damn. <laughs> I don't think they make them without vests anymore. Fuck. Yeah, that's right. I mean, for fuck's sake, from all we've seen, the fucking surf coaster is just going to be a stand-up with vests. They're <laughs> like, this is innovation. No, it's not. <clears throat> yeah, like, I wonder if they lock. There's no reason for those vests to lock. It's They're kind of, they're basically, they should be more like comfort collars to where they're there. If you need them, but I mean, like, they're not doing anything, so just don't lock them. They should at least have a little play. Yeah. Like, it should lock, like, you know, like, clicking restraints. Traditional click restraints where it has the hydraulic, or not the hydraulics, um, just the ratchet. You have usually some play. Whereas the goddamn vests are like, don't sit all the way back in your seat. Yeah, don't take a don't uh take too deep of a breath. <laughs> Fucking seriously. <laughs> I hate that feeling like on any coaster with uh over the shoulder restraints. Yeah, like um I always get that on the Intamin impulses. Yeah. Those ones to where you're—it's just like I literally cannot take a full breath. <laughs> so. It makes me feel like such a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Zach? Oh man, uh, roller coaster—it's a little hard to breathe. Oh, what were you screaming? No, uh, the restraint was tight. <laughs> <laughs> that Sorry. happened to me when I was at fucking Bush Gardens. On Kumba? Oh, the deep breathing? Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not like riding in the big boy row or nothing. I'm in the back or some shit, and it's like, nah. I mean, it's fine once like the ride's going, but like the whole time you're like sitting in the station. Yeah. And like going up the lift hill, it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're a little high. Oh my God. So I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure I talked about this uh, during that episode, but I felt that on a shell razor um, going up the vertical lift hill. And we're like, you couldn't, I couldn't get a full breath in. So you're on your back, you know? And, and then I was just like thinking about it. I'm like, man, this park is such a shithole. This is a park to where the fucking. Axel is going to break on the coaster car and it's going to fall off the track and like decapitate everybody. Like that's what I was thinking the whole time. Like the first, like the first lap after the launch, I'm like, Oh my God, dude, this ride is so bad. Like this is so fucked up. Like someone is going to die. So of course, like I'm thinking that all the way up the vertical lift hill. (laughs) I'm just like, Oh God, Oh God. Jesus. Part of me really wants to go there just to see how shitty it is. Do it before they close it. I mean, I think that place is not going to survive. There's no way. There's no way it's going to survive. It's so sad. I'd like to, I mean, obviously I don't really want to ride Shell Razor, but like fucking. You got to do it once. You know, and you might not, it might not be as bad as 
I had it. But you say that now, but do you? I mean, Jesus, dude, if you could hear yourself. I mean, all I gotta say is like I like rough roller coasters. Head banging does not bother me. I love arrows. I love getting beaten up on togos, SLCs. I just laugh. But this shit was like not roughness. This was like something else. It was just terrible. I heard something. I don't know if I, I don't know if I really believe this, and I don't know anything about it. But apparently, the coaster is not built with the footers dug into the ground. It's basically built like a portable coaster, which is why I guess there's additional roughness to it. I don't know how true that is, but that's just what I heard. I heard that from somebody. That seems plausible. So if you think about, yeah. So if you think about like how, how tall and fast that coaster is and how much force is getting exerted like through the structure and instead of it going down into a footer that's like 50 feet into the ground, it's all going just into the track and into the car. So, and I know that New Jersey probably has fairly decent amusement park safety regulation, but like considering all the COVID shit that happened, like, I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't want to, I was like, it's like, it's good. This shit's going to pull a mind bender or a a Kamara. It, I mean, look, I don't want to. I don't want to say something and then somebody like fucking point to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I, 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 it doesn't seem far fetched is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't. It really doesn't like, dude, I swear to God, like you can like hear, like you can hear it. Like that's what, like just it's so, it was just so bizarre and I'm, I'll never get over it. But like the sound of like, the car like jackhammering and just like the sound of the steel, like bending and moving. It was just like, yeah. <clears throat> and just the vibration, like fucking fucking with like the discs in your neck. Like, yeah. So I guess I'll say there will be a special prize for whoever, whenever we have the coaster death pool, for whoever predicts when there's going to be an actual death, <laughs> This is getting very dark, but <laughs> you know how that all ends. Anyway, um, uh, hey, there's a rumor that Goliath at Magic Mountain might get repainted. It's getting the flash treatment, right? They're gonna turn it into um, Catwoman's whip. Oh, so that's okay. So what? They're getting a flash coaster, or they're not? I don't know. Oh, no, no. I just read that there's a rumor it might get repainted. Yeah, I saw that. But like, it looks like they're doing it as flash colors. That, see, the thing that's weird about that to me <laughs> is the fact that like they have that giant ass sign that serves as the entrance. Yeah. So like, you know, what do you do with the sign? If you change the name, yeah, that's true. I the did you see that person who did it in No Limits on a no. on Reddit? They actually, I mean, it's they did a pretty good job. 
interesting. So it's the, f- I just don't see how that would be the flash. No, I, I, I'd say, I, I guess I don't, I don't, I don't either, but, um, I mean, Six Flags has made worse decisions. I mean, at least they're not doing um, double uh, boomerangs that are facing the same direction and next to each other. Oh, wait, no, but Goliath is getting torn down. So, Goliath at New England. New England's Goliath, yeah. Dead. Which is super sad. But apparently the new trains killed it, so... Maybe it's for the better. You know, I really wish I could have tried them. But at the same time, I've heard that I wasn't missing much. So I always thought that ride would be cool partially indoors. So the the spikes like stick out of the roof. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Also, Catwoman's Whip at Six Flags St. Louis looks pretty sweet for a Six Flags flat flat ride. That's like the new style Enterprise, right? Um, It's like um, it's like a giant skyscraper. So let's see. Unless unless it's a different coaster or unless it's a different route. Oh yeah. No, it's like a giant skyscraper. That's uh, like eight people per gondola. Wait, skyscraper. Yeah. You know, the Cedar point skyscraper. Oh yeah. The rotating like does the flip. Yeah. It's like one of those, but it's a more, but it's, but it's like a, it's like a park model. So it's got oh, eight, right. it's got eight people, eight person gondolas. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> More controlled ride experience. I rode the one at Coney Island. That was pretty cool. That sounds odd. What? The bigger skyscraper. See, I've never been on one though. So. Yeah, I guess just instead of the ride looking like it was made out of a radio tower, it's like a solid structure. And then the gondola is like four people back to back. Okay. That's, I can see it, it, but it, and it goes the whole way around and everything. Yeah. So it operates just like the regular skyscraper. Interesting. I mean, it sounds fun. What the fuck? The drop tower at St. Louis is done, right? Holy shit. What the fuck is happening? What? Someone's like driving on my front lawn. What? They were like, (laughs) they were like trying to turn around. So they pulled up the driveway, but then instead of backing out, they just like cranked it really hard and they just like drove over the sidewalk in the front lawn and it's a steep hill. So they like, it just it just co- totally caught me off guard. Well, damn, dude. That's when you need a gun. <laughs> or at least a dog to bark. I did a I did apply for a, a dog. So we'll see what happens. Ah, Ben's getting a doggy. Yeah. English pointer who's like six years old. 
So I want I want an older dog. I want a dog that can that can chill. I mean some well puppies don't. Yeah, like a dog that's like seven or eight years old. They're kind of like old. They're like just old. They're like elderly. They're just really chill, but they're still playful. That's what I'm trying to go for. I want to. This house is going to turn into a retirement home. Uh, and the national and the international roller coaster museum. <laughs> That's right. So I don't have any progress, unfortunately. But I the the shed is like cleaned out. I did work on that, so it's it's clear. It's ready for uh, shit to go into it. So if uh. I'll throw this out there. If anyone wants to cut out letters like a grade school, middle school project and mail them to me, let me know and uh, I'll pay for your time. Make it shitty. Let's just see what happens. See what you guys come up with. And then uh, for like, like a ransom note. No, 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 no. Like the sign, like the, like the construction paper sign that's going to be in the shed that says the International Roller Coaster Museum. Oh, okay. You know, like like cut out letters and stuff like that. Like remember, remember doing projects in grade and middle school on the poster board, and it was just like jagged cut inkjet printer images with those like construction paper letters. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be like that. Well, that will that will be uh, very exciting to see that come to fruition. Um, oh, hey, uh, here's some coaster news. Ben yeah. Vipair at Laurent has been canceled. Fucking wash your hands of it. It's done. That's good. The French have been through enough. What about the French Canadians? Don't you think they could deserve a little roughing up? They want to be their own country so bad. Maybe they should like build their own shitty coaster. Logan, we need you to weigh in on this. Take your Trudeau and your simple plan. I have a friend in Los Angeles who's telling me that there's an uptick of like Canadian buyers and real estate in Los Angeles. Now that the borders are open and shit, COVID's over. Are they moving there or are they just buying the places? No, they're just like investing. It's like people who bought a house in Vancouver or Toronto for $150,000 and now it's worth like $2 million. So they're like, oh, I can borrow against this house and buy two houses in LA. Good God. The, the American dream is so weird. Everyone just thinking about money. Oh, I meant Dusty Roads. And I thought you meant the mall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um. Let's see. Tron Late Cycle Run is doing pull through testing. So pull through means that they're pulling the wooden car through, not the actual train. I uh, let me think here. No, I think they finished that. Okay. What they're doing is like the push pull testing. Okay. Where they're like testing the launch stuff, you know. Yeah. The way they explained it on a, on a YouTube video I saw was that they're 
testing the vehicles on the launch um, incrementally until they're at full speed. So there's that, which I guess it's maybe it's LSMs. I don't really know. I don't really know. Tron light cycle coaster. Yeah, I haven't seen this ride run in a month in a while. That'd be I mean it looks cool, I guess. I'm gonna call it right now. I wouldn't expect an opening before twenty twenty three. So how do they how does Disney typically build the rides? Do they get the coaster part working first and do everything around it? Or Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I mean the ride's done. They're doing like last minute cosmetic touches around the area. It's nearly ready to open. Once the ride system is done, done, then it'll be done. But the thing is, they're going to open Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Rewind at Epcot in summer. So I just don't see them opening another roller coaster in the same calendar year. Oh, okay. Because the fiftieth is for eighteenth eighteen months, so it goes through March twenty twenty three. Which always found that odd how Disney can celebrate a fiftieth anniversary for three fucking years. Technically, I swear to like that seems like they do that every time. Like it's that's why it seems like there's always an anniversary. There always is. It's like, it's the 50th anniversary. Wasn't it just the 40th? No, the 40th ended uh, 15 months ago. (laughs) What? Go get your fucking popcorn buckets. Yeah, go stand in a six-hour fucking popcorn bucket line. Which, by the way, we have an NFT available. (laughs) It's a drawing of a figment popcorn bucket. Um, we haven't put it up for auction because there hasn't been enough expressed interest. But if you're interested in owning the only your favorite coaster sucks NFT, then let us know. I was gonna say if there's like a popcorn bucket NFT. I mean, it's available. We could mint it even. Obviously, that costs some money based off of how much, you know, Ethereum is worth. So we could put it up for auction if we want to pay the minting fee. I think Ethereum is down right now. Well, then it might be a good time to try and mint it. Yeah, that's true. Because it'll cost less. My favorite thing about crypto are both sides of the spectrum of like, it's the future... Everyone's going to use it. I'm going to be a millionaire. And then the like, oh, it's a scam. It's a Ponzi scheme. Everyone's going to lose their money. I just find both sides fascinating. I'm just hoping being somewhere in the middle is going to ultimately be a net positive. Just throw some fun money at it and just ignore it. Wait a bit. Wait it out. And we'll go ahead and say again, don't take financial advice from us. Because sometimes I think, you know, we need to say that. Or do listen to us and then cut us a check for uh, 10% of your earnings if we were right. 
Um, sure. Most endorsing ivermectin. I am a doctor. Actually, I'm just a podcaster, but it's the same thing. I'd like to say, um, why don't we start selling fucking supplements? Uh, that market's so tapped out. Like, unless... <sighs> okay, so then why don't we, like, just combine a couple hot items... Like, why don't we make the first ever artisan coffee hot sauce that also contains an erectile dysfunction pill? Maybe, uh, right? Maybe, like, what about like a theme park cologne that makes you that's sm- not a bad one? How about, um, okay, so you know how there's like a million companies that sell mattresses that ship right to you. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go based off of that ideas and, and just like combine with other things that sell well. So I'm thinking an avocado toast mattress subscription service. But like, what do you mean? Like an avocado mattress? So, like, it's avocado toast mattress. So, it's a mattress with, like, some fanned out avocado on top and some crushed red pepper. But it's also a subscription. So, you get a mattress. You get a new avocado mattress every month. (laughs) Or what about we find out what... Um, what kind of memory foam BNM uses in their restraints, and then make like a, you know, like a restraint BNM restraint inspired mattress. I like where your head's at. How about a BNM vest for your mattress <laughs> and a Cedar Fair seatbelt for your mattress? The home seatbelt? You just put seatbelts on things? It's like the Cedar Fair home game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a box of seatbelts. How many places can you put a seatbelt? We could make Ace Monopoly. We can make a board game. How about official roller coaster enthusiast fart receptacle? Or um, a fart air cannon. A fartzuka. Yeah. <laughs> he just put a drop of liquid ass in there. <laughs> oh, that would be so bad. I think I think there could be I think a candle idea might be a good one. Or um yeah, there's there's some ideas. I think hot like it's gotta be something different. Everything's tapped out, everyone's fucking basic with no ideas gotta like how about a watch with a seatbelt um, <laughs> a seatbelt a seat a seatbelt <laughs> belt right so you can like pull your pants up and pretend you're on an intamin how about 
craft organic CBD erectile dysfunction pills for women. That might work. How about our own kind of weed, but it's got no CBD and it's like, oops, all THC. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. What about a bat, like a bat in a case, but it's silicone. So that way you can bring it into the park and you don't have to worry about it breaking when you ride roller coasters. A bat? Yeah. You know, like a, like a one hitter bat. Like a little packing, like a little, oh. little case, a little dugout. But, yeah, but it's silicone, so it do, so it doesn't break, and it's waterproof and shit. And then there's like a little keychain clip you can put on, and it wouldn't get set off by a metal detector. That could work, because then you doesn't you, you can market it to coaster people, but it also has tons of other uses too. Like it's just a non-breakable Concert goers. What was that? Uh, concert goers and music festival attendees. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah. Um, how about um, what about a weighted blanket with a flashlight taped to it? <laughs> a uh, flashlight nano coaster thing, or. A B&M seat that's like a flashlight. So it's like you're fucking a B&M seat. You're just like fucking a clamshell. It's got the two handles, you know, for like better grip. And it's got like a Jim Carrey mask on it. (laughs) Oh, Lord. What the fuck are we even talking about anymore? I don't even know. My bullet is empty. This is what happens when we take a a fucking break. And this is episode 99, so. Episode 90 fucking nine. And we're over two years into this, bitch. And I just want to say, fuck you, ride this one. We outlasted you. That's true. They said we wouldn't last. So. Yeah, they said we wouldn't last. And now they don't even make episodes anymore. <laughs> no, I not fuck you, ride this one. We love you. It's just, as someone who is a listener, the fuck? <laughs> There's a... Um, um, I was gonna- oh, you know what? Before, before we wrap this whole show up, since uh, that episode you did with Slater didn't end up airing publicly i want to take a moment real quick and um just something a little somber but uh just send some love to uh eb over at coaster radio thoughts are with you bud yeah i'm really sorry to hear that yeah our deepest our deepest sympathies and condolences to you and your family um you know Coaster Radio, great guys, uh, Mike and EB. So really sad to hear they had just like a horrible, horrible event happen. Uh, EB and his family. So sending some love. And if you're a listener of Coaster Radio, even if you're not currently ever were, you know, go go send some love their way. Yep. Yeah. 
not to uh not to bring the mood down. Yeah, it's a hard it's a hard uh piece to think about. It is, it is, but those guys have shown us so much love since like almost day one that uh, you know, just wanna wanna give it back, you know. Yeah, and good on them. They've had I think they're at like six hundred and fifty episodes or something. Six fifty, they're like Sixteen fifty. Oh shit! Yeah, they had a break for like two years, but they've been doing a podcast longer than fucking Mark Marin. Yep, two thousand five, which is so crazy because I was in fucking high school. Yeah, I remember listening to them in high school. Yeah, same. So, for one uh, so, for yeah. one hundred for one hundred, you and I should both drink an energy drink and not smoke any weed. We should just go full pep up. Yeah, well, I think that's a good idea. Let's try that. No weed, no alcohol, just an energy drink. Yeah. And and I've got a wild idea. Yeah. We take a book out of Ride This One's page and we try recording in the morning. Not necessarily first thing, but like, you know, 10, 11 a.m. Enough time to get some coffee in us. But uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that'd probably be good. But just everything opposite and see how it goes. I'm uh, I'm into that. Our listeners are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah, I'm I'm down to try that. They're like, gotta tell you, Ben, I'm really on edge today. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I actually I had I had coffee before this episode, so I have a little more energy. Plus, I'm in a different location. We could do like a whole other. We could do a whole other episode. This coffee takes a minute to, to kick in for me. Well, I mean, I didn't have any coffee, and now it's ten o'clock. And tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, fuck, it is. God damn it. So I'm going to go drink in the morning because that's what you do in Chicago on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yep. And then am I working overtime tomorrow? I don't know. Who's my employer? Not relevant. Do it after you go out for St. Patrick's Day. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Make it a lot easier to get through. Hmm. Hey Zach, all this work you did this weekend—it's uh sloppy. Oh well, what can I say? <laughs> and you wrote an email to the whole company telling us all to go fuck ourselves. Well, <laughs> it's just improv. I'm trying a new uh, writing a writing a series. You're writing a series? No, I'm just as an excuse for telling your company to fuck off. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey, no, this was just a, it was a social experiment. Art it was just, for a YouTube video. Yeah. It's for <laughs> art, art, art purposes. It's protected under free speech laws. Also, I'm differently able. Anyway, we got anything else? I mean, I could keep going, but like it's not going to be relevant. So, 
might as well. Yeah, at this point, I feel like we could just, we could go for hours technically, but like, would there be anything good in there? And the answer is possibly, but the chances of that could get lower and lower the longer it goes on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Plus, like, I want to, I didn't eat dinner. That's on my mind now. Like, when food gets on my mind, it's like, it's just got to happen. Have you ever, have you ever grubbed hubbed Popeyes? No. No. It's weird. Like I felt a little guilty when I did it last weekend. I just kind of pictured that like the bulletproof window comes with the delivery. Yeah, they just like walk up to the house. They're wearing like a plexiglass box thing around them. Yeah, right. They like slide the little thing so they can <laughs> put the bag under. <laughs> Remember that Taco Bell by the rave? Oh, God. Remember that liquor store across the street from the fucking rave? Yeah. Man, I haven't been over there in so long. Since like 2008, maybe. I was at the rave last summer. Is it still the same thing? Yep. That's that's cool. It's still got that, you know, lovely charm. Rock clubs are cool, you know? Yeah, right. Um, Are you familiar with uh, Chicano Batman? No. Uh, So there's a new there's a new venue opening um, here. It's like a 400 person venue. It's their first show. So I'm going to go check that out in a few weeks. Nice. That sounds cool. It's cool that they're getting more uh, small venues in Denver. Yeah, because they keep, like good ones keep closing, and then they open new ones, and some of them suck. Like, um, yeah, there's this one in uh, there's this one in Rhino, and it's um, one of those places where there's volleyball courts, and there's indoor outdoor shit, and there's restaurants, and everything is on an RFID wristband. So, like, you give them your credit card, and then they give you a bracelet with a with a with a tag on it and then you just go up and swipe your tag when you buy beer and food and stuff. It's I mean it's cool that but it seems complex. Well the thing is it's like it makes it easier. So like the idea is that you don't have to touch your card, cash, you don't have to sign anything the whole time you're there. So it makes like the lines go really quick. Like super quick because you just like they hand you the beer, you tap your wristband and then it's done. Same with food and everything. But the problem though is like they're not, they don't really put the prices of anything on the menu. So if you get fucked up there, you're like, yeah, beer, beer. Okay. Yeah. Get some food. Yeah. Beer, you know, and then it's like, cause there's no tipping either. And then like, you're like, oh fuck, that was like $80. Yeah. My, my, uh, when I was the volleyball league I was on last summer, they had their games there. Which sucked because you had to wear the wristband to get in, but so you got this wristband with a giant. It's like a it's like a concert or it's like a music festival wristband. So it's got like a big plastic like uh, plug thing and everything. So as you're playing volleyball, you're this bracelet's like you know hitting the ball and fucking up your wrist. Just wasn't a good wasn't a good setup. 
Interesting. Well, hopefully it's improved. And, uh, yeah. Fucking, oh, here's some exciting news for the way out. We got a new patron. Nice. It's been a while. Shouts to Luke. Yo, Luke. And we've had some people filter out, and I want to say this. That's totally fine. That's totally cool. We've had a um, a couple people have reached out and, you know, said, hey, you know, I, I still really enjoy the show. I just can't, you know, keep contributing financially at this amount or at all right now. Great. Hey, fine. Cool. Thanks for ever kicking us any money. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, I get it, man. Life is. It happens. We should we should but, probably start doing Zoom calls again because it's been a while. We did one in February. True, we I just mean, haven't done one this month. Yeah, can, right, right, right. But like, it's just a uh, yeah. We we kind of stopped those. Yes, we're gonna do that. And here's another thing, and I don't really super publicize this, but you know, people who d- fall off the Patreon train. Hey, that happens. You fall off, you fall back on, whatever. Anyway, that's fine. You're in, you're out, whatever. You're welcome to join the Zoom calls. Um, But everything is on our Discord. So join our Discord. The link is in the episode description. Find us at yourfavoritecoastersucks.com. We are on the socials. We don't really post a whole lot. But you can follow us, you know, where. Thanks to all our patrons. Thanks to our new patron, Luke. Um, anything else, Ben? Oh, voice note. 312-572-9552. 312-5RA-5LA. Always good. You got anything yeah. else? Uh, nah, just... Uh... I don't know. Daylight savings. So, you know, have fun with that. Boo. Fuck that noise. I love the, I love spring daylight savings though, because then it means that it's bright out till seven o'clock again. And then it's just like, oh man, it's spring, you know, and then there's life. Life has life again. And I love it. But does it really though? It kind of. Enough. Although the problem is with Denver is that we have the third winter that always happens like mid April. <laughs> so we get that weird. It's which is kind of cool. Like I like when it's light out till seven thirty eight o'clock and it's, you know, still snowing a shit ton. It's kind of fun. But. <laughs> What the shit? It's the bullet bottle. The bullet's empty. So you got to declare it by being the jug player? Yeah. Kind of. And then I, god damn it, my realtor gave, as like a gift gave me early times whiskey. Oh my god. Have fun with that. Well, th- this was like a while ago, but I just finished it. I don't know. Rough. That was a rough one to get through. But yeah, but I don't know. Ride coasters. Thank you, patrons. I don't know. That's all I got. 
Yeah, don't be uh, don't be dicks to each other. I'll try that one on. Um, thanks so much for listening, and until next time, which is episode one fucking hundred next time. Hell yeah, that's fucking right. Your your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks. <laughs>